whipping up some ranch. BBQ. Welcome to Sauce Talk, friends. We've got a fantastic episode for you tonight. On the other line, why, it's Jen. Jen, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. No fucking around. Eat anything good lately. Yeah, um, I think the last good thing I ate, and I I thought about this in advance, and I realized Pat might have talked about it, so if he did, I apologize. I'll interrupt you in the middle of your sentence. If Do you- it. Yeah. If, if if he's talked about it, we made it before. It's um, these green enchiladas. Has he talked about that? I don't remember. I don't. I don't. Yeah, actually, why, why I, don't I don't listen to this show. Whatever. They're enchiladas. They have like a homemade um, salsa verde. I think he talked about this, but it sounds really yeah. good. That's, Tofu. Yeah. Cashew cream sauce with some lime, black beans. They're just really good. They're a kind of an annoying amount of work, but then you make like a double batch and you have a lot of leftovers. And every single time I ate them, I was like. Thank you, past me. What's so much work? The tofu? Um, no, no, the tofu is not the problem at all. It's, I, I think it's probably the yeah. I guess it's the salsa verde, and then you have to like. Are you making the salsa verde from scratch? Yes. Okay, you didn't say that. That, that sounds hard. Yes, yeah, so you make the salsa verde. You make the cashew cream, and then you have to saute the vegetables and then assemble them and bake them. So you know, it just adds up. It does add up. Yeah, chopping and. But the tofu, you're just crumbling, so it's like the easiest bit. And then you just saute that with everything else? Or uh, you saute the veggies and then you stir in the tofu at the end. So they just like barely get a little. Yeah, but then baked, so. And then you bake, you, you wait. Oh, oh, you mean like you, like you bake them in the enchiladas? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know what food is. <laughs> uh, what is your, wait, do you and Pat cook together? Do you cook separately? Is one person in the kitchen or are you switching off? How's that go? Well, this is embarrassing. Prior to having children, we uh, cooked together a lot and we split cooking duties pretty That evenly. is really embarrassing. What what bunch of corny <laughs> no, shit? No, the embarrassing part is coming. The embarrassing part is where we have like one child and 30 se- seconds later revert to these insane gender norms. Um, I do like 95% of our cooking now. Yeah. That's fair. That's, do you that's like cooking? Part. I do like cooking. Yeah, yes. like it doesn't, it's not, you're not doing that because of gender roles. You're doing it because you like cooking and maybe he doesn't like it as much. I think that that's a big yeah. part of it. I yeah. do He's most also, of the cooking here and it's because I like doing it more than Gina does. Yep, yeah, there you go. He's also extremely slow at cooking. Oh, I'm extremely slow at cooking though. It's not a good fit. Yeah. He he um He's just a very meticulous man and so it's a, it's a long process when he cooks and that, I think with the having of the small children and cooking being more of a like, oh shit, we need to eat food sometime. Um less of a thing that he's doing. He's going to get mad at me when he listens to this podcast. Uh, he has started cooking again a little more recently. And I will tell you that after so long of just being the only one that cooks, like anything he makes is like the best thing I've ever fucking had in my life. I'm like, he made a pea soup last week. That was so fucking good. I didn't even know I liked pea soup. I still don't know if it's cause it's so good or cause I didn't cook it. I don't like it when other people cook my food. Who knows oh. what's in there? That could be anything. <laughs> so does Gina cook at all? Uh, sometimes, yeah. But my preference is always me cooking. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, I will say, I thought about this. If he cooked more, like, I would have to seed some of the decisions. And I don't want to do that. I like being in charge of what we're eating. Because I am 
not not picky, but like I don't know. I like cooking what sounds good to me. You see, that's a big part of it. Like, how how do yeah. you decide what to have? Like, so obviously some of the decision is made when you go to the store. Yeah. And so let's let's start there. Do you do you have a conversation about like okay, we're gonna go to the store? Do we have what meals do we want to get stuff for? Or you just get shit and see what happens? I bet it's oh, not no, I cannot. I, yeah. I cannot live that way. Is that how you live? No, not at all. Oh my god. Some people are like that, and I'm very impressed. Those people no, are better at cooking than me. Yes, exactly. I'm like very tied to recipes. No, I usually sit down. I have a, I have a recipe binder of like the ones that we have realized we like the best and whatever over time and a, and a list up front. And I just kind of like skim the list and like circle what sounds good to me in mm-hmm. my mind. Um, and then is and that just you or is Pat involved in the circling? I usually send him a text and say like any requests for this week. This and is exactly I, me and Gina. And then I ignore it if I don't like his requests. But sometimes take them into account. Like if they if it also sounds good to me, I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll make you that. Cool. But yeah. That and then I'm and I'm also factoring in like we have a CSA, so I'm factoring in do we have the veggies for that already? Or you know. It's not a finely tuned process. I'm impressed by people that like meal plan for real. It's not where I'm at. Yeah, I don't see it's a lot easier for me. I don't have nearly the time pressure and other responsibility pressure that you do so it's very easy for me to just be like i'm gonna go to the store and i'm gonna buy some stuff i like and i know that a couple times this week i'm just going to make like a bowl that has grains and greens and some other vegetables and some sauce or whatever in it and so that's a couple meals i just have whatever around for that and then i'm gonna have two recipes i'm gonna buy all the stuff for those recipes and so I'll go and I'll just buy all those things. And then, but there's enough wiggle room that I can be like, hey, Gina, what sounds good tonight? I got mm-hmm. stuff for this and this or anything else. Mm-hmm. And then I'll get a, you might, the preference is not, not, the, not the preference, but it's always great. It's like, oh, whatever's fine. Then I just go make something or whatever. And so it, it, it's more that thing than the wide open, but I just make whatever. The bowls are all you need. I just eat the bowls. You eat the bowls? How often do you just so, make a bowl of something? Currently, a lot, but that's because of the CSA. You've probably got especially good fresh vegetables that you're really excited yeah, so to dump into that bowl. Every single week, I just have a ton of vegetables, and I don't have the energy to like plan things for them individually, and so I just roast them all, <laughs> or nearly all of them, and then those are like the veggies, and then depending on like, Maybe we got some black beans. Maybe we got some rice. And then I assemble a bowl out of that. But And I and I like that. And I've thought about how I need to transition that into my non-CSA part of the year. Because it is, it's flexible and it's easy and it's healthy. Yeah. No, I like it. But I actually, prior to probably the last two years, didn't do much of that. I think it's really good. Uh, how long did you have the CSA before you stopped thinking Confederate States of America every time you heard it? I don't think I've ever one time thought that. I've never not thought that. Whoa. It's time for yeah. our next. Oh, oh, oh. Do you have no. something? Oh, no, please. I don't. Now, you have to have something because I'm not going to edit this out, so you need to justify it by saying something. I cannot. Fair. Well, <laughs> it seems like you're struggling a little bit on the podcast so far. Perhaps it's because you're you asshole. <laughs> perhaps it's because you're under some undue stress. Can I open with how are you handling the taco lovers pass? 
Yeah, so it's... I don't really care. I think... Now, does this sound like the words of a woman who doesn't really care? No, I mean, like, it's ridiculous, objectively, but I think perhaps in in thinking about this yourself or the men in the chat, I don't know, you guys might have overlooked the fact that, like, I do know who I married. Like, he one time in college ate nothing but pizza for a month because someone dared him to. That's insane behavior. Like, I feel ill thinking about that. And and do you want to know what the terms of that bet were? Do you want to know what he got for eating pizza for a month? I'll hear it. A DVD. Was it a good one? You know, I never asked. Maybe it was a DVD of his choice. I'll have to find out for you. Or you can ask him yourself. I But, like, he loves a project. He loves a dare. He loves a challenge. So, like... I'm not surprised by this. Do I think it's stupid when he's driving to Taco Bell at 1030 at night every night? Yes. I think, well, now, every night or five nights a week? Because I think there are two days he's in the office where we get the videos at, like, yeah. 1 o'clock instead of 1130 p.m. He's sending you a video every day? Every day. Of him eating? The first bite of the taco, yes. Sometimes the girls are in it. That's kind of gross. I mean, yeah, I will tell you, you know, that's the part that makes me the most upset is that the girls are eating a lot more Taco Bell because of this. How about you? I, and me, I guess. I've eaten Taco Bell twice this month. and <laughs> that, that qualifies as a lot more. Oh, my God. I mean, I guess, I, guess, I mean, honestly, I haven't had Taco Bell twice this month. So Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I, I do want to note, I knew I was going to talk to you about this. I went and looked back in the thread, the, the chat chain. It's actually unclear who first said that Pat should try to eat 30 tacos. No one. It's impossible to tell who first suggested it. Did Pat suggest it for himself? Uh, no, Pat, it wasn't Pat. But it's like you look at it and it's just too confusing to see who was the first one. There's no way to figure yeah. it out. But right after the person who distinctly said, Pat, go to Taco Bell 30 times in 30 days challenge. We don't know who said that. Right after you, though. It wasn't me. Right after that mystery person, Alex immediately said, I'll give you $100 if you do it. Yeah. So it's this clearly that, Alex's fault. This is who Alex is. I love him. But yes. And that, I mean, but like Pat would have done it for $10, apparently. I just, like, it's fine. It's fine. It's just like, what? Yeah, so I'm not mad about it. It just it's not how I would spend my time. Taco Bell's not very good, but okay. He likes Taco Bell. That's the other thing. He loves Taco that Bell. That seems relevant he, to this, yeah. He loves Taco Bell. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. Are you guys upset that you challenged him to do this? Because now you have to watch videos of him eating tacos every day? I don't concede that I challenged him to do this, but I... I have enjoyed it, but felt like it is perhaps not the best use of his time and resources. Do you know of any interesting advancements that took place today in regards to the challenge? No. Do you? I don't think that you'll especially care, but he was offered an out by Alex today. Today oh, is fifteen. Today is fifteen days out of thirty. Was Alex like? I'll give you 25 bucks and you can quit today. He gave, he offered him 50, a full half for half the work. Okay. And Pat said that that was not a, an offer that interested him. 
Right, because he's exactly, exactly, because he wants to do it. He wants he to do, do it. That's what he it would is. do it for free. Yeah. Do you think maybe Alex should challenge him to go thirty-one days and it is for free? And I think it would work. Pat would be like, okay, <laughs> deal. Luckily for Pat, Alex does not listen to the podcast, so he's going to be okay. We did have a moment that I'm pleased with because of the Taco Bell challenge. So I guess I can thank you all for that. We had gone to the zoo for Boo at the Zoo. I have young children. Pat was dressed as Mario. Lily is Princess Peach. My sister is Luigi. Kit and I are dressed as astronauts because Kit does what she fucking wants. And she didn't want to participate in the Mario challenge. Hell yeah. And so I decided to dress up with her. But you can't see us as well because of where we are relative to the drive-in window. Space. The guy, when we get to the driving window, Pat has turned on Mario music because, of course, he has. Could you and try so, to sing some of the Mario music? I don't know what that sounds like. I'm not doing that. Nice try. Uh, he, we get to the window, and the guy is like, whoa, you just blew my fucking mind. Like, and he was <laughs> so delighted and maybe high. I don't know. Uh, and it was a lovely moment. That that honestly sounds pretty magical. And did, it like, was did, like, fun. did the kids enjoy that as well? The, the girls loved it. Yeah, they exactly. loved it. Yeah. He knew who they were. That's really and cool. that he was into it. Lily loves her Princess Peach costume. The whole Mario thing was surprisingly not Pat's idea. It was Lily's idea. Thanks to six years of brainwashing. But yeah, that was, that was fun. So the taco challenge brought us that, I suppose. Well, this transitions very comfortably into our sub-segment under this. How are you dealing with uh, Pat's mustache? Less well than the Taco Bell. Challenge. So if you had that, that was I was going to build yeah. that. If you had to choose oh, yeah. one ends tomorrow. Oh, mustache for sure. Okay. Now before we get into that too far, are you like Pat? Normally has worn a beard for some time. Are you like a major beard person? Or are you you like the beard but you don't care? Or where do you stand on the beard? Um, it's been so long since he's been clean shaven that I don't. I, I I worry that maybe this wouldn't be accurate anymore, but my preference, I think, is that he not have a beard or a mustache. Um, Just huge beard, sideburns. I actually... Don't even get started on oh, there, wait, there are No, no, no we're getting started. Please go back. Say what you want to say about sideburns. <laughs> I can't. He's going to listen to this. He had, do, you remember, do you remember what year he had sideburns? I don't remember. Maybe others will remember. He I did. didn't know Pat especially well one L year. I knew him, but I, not like I know him now. I, I actually watch a shirts. video of Pat every day these days. <laughs> Hawaiian shirts, really long hair, and big sideburns. Um, there's no way to say this. It's not going to make me sound really shallow, but I, I don't know if we would be married right now if he had not shaved those sideburns before coming back to 2L year. See, I thought you were going to say the opposite. I never Are would have fallen for him me? if not for those sideburns. Are you fucking kidding me? Who, every, what, what woman have you ever met that's like, yeah, give me the sideburns, buddy? Every woman I meet, the moment we start dating, <laughs> I go in the, I go into uh, the, I'm like, I'm going to go shave, but first I have to take a nap. And then when I wake up, <laughs> there's big pieces of tape right where my sideburns are. So, like, no matter how I try, I can't shave them off. <laughs> mm. Well, <laughs> the mustache. Yeah, I would. I would prefer it gone. Uh, Lily, also not into the mustache. They actually. Ooh. Oh my God. When he told her he was going to shave a mustache and like, mind you, this is a girl who, when she decided she wanted us all to be Mario characters for Halloween, she drew our costumes and like (laughs) 
literally taped them to the wall. Like she had a storyboard, like it was, she was ready to go. She came up with alternatives for Kit Kit when Kit Kit did not want to be Luigi. She was going to be Bowser. Anyway, whatever. That's impressive, like moving quickly and not getting hung up on it. Oh, we're just going to make her do it. Yeah, she's dedicated. Pat says he's going to shave the mustache. Cries. Shave down to the mustache. Yes, she, yeah. he, he says okay. he's gonna he's gonna have a mustache. Lily cries, says, and, and this is a campaign that goes on for days, days. It's she every time she talks to him, she says she's upset. We were in the car going to ballet the other day, and she said that she's mourning the relationship that they once had because she knows he's going to have a mustache soon. So, is there? I don't know a lot about kids. Is there like? <laughs> pills you can give them if it seems like they're too smart <laughs> it's like i'd rather you didn't talk this way at least for a while like that's horrifying that's no good at all you don't want that yeah she's intense um yeah she i mean i think it's normal i think kids don't i think kids struggle when their parents visually look different like i think lots of men with facial hair have had this experience of like shaving or whatever and their kids getting upset so i think it's normal but she is just very verbal and decided to express that to him in a variety of ways. Another fun one that I enjoyed was she recently watched Nightmare Before Christmas. And she was telling me that Patrick is like Jack and he thinks shaving his beard and having a mustache is a good idea and that people will like it. But actually it's going to be horrible. And she is Sally and she's trying to warn him, but he's not listening to her and it's going to be a disaster. This is legitimate film criticism is what this is. I mean, this is, this is seeing levels that I, aren't just like, I like that song. Like I know what's yes, happening here. Yes. I liked That's it impressive. so much. That one, that one was my favorite. So in addition to me not visually appreciating the mustache, I've also had to deal with an extremely upset six-year-old over the stupid mustache, um, which I'm not loving. And, like, I get that it adds to the Mario costume. Mostly what's happening is when I look at him, it's jarring. Like, it's not, yeah, I don't like it. It's not good. How many, so clearly, I would say part of the problem is you have perhaps Halloween events that are spread out to some extent. Yeah. It's going to be it was just a day, that'd be a mm-hmm. thing. Do you know what the day is? Is there like a, a final Halloween event that you yeah, know? Yeah, Halloween. Then? So it's the day of. Yeah. When, he, when, so, he's I mean, done, that, when we're done trick-or-treating, he can shave clean and then grow his beard back. That is more than two weeks you got this mustache hanging around. Yeah. It's not great. Okay. what's What can you do as revenge? Shave an eyebrow off? Hmm. He thinks he's so smart. What do you got? I don't love that for me, shaving an eyebrow. I off. mean, do you think Pat looks good? No, I mean, I don't want. I don't want. I mean, do you love the well. mustache for Pat? Maybe that. Maybe part of the revenge but is that Pat you... loves the mustache for Pat. Oh, oh I... see, that, okay. I, we need to stop and talk about that first. Pat is, but so Pat's. If if you, whatever, if you never came around, Pat might just have this mustache today on his own. No. But I think that he... Does he think it's a vacation from himself? You know what? I don't know what the deal is. Were you friends with him in law school when he had the mustache? I was familiar with him, but I don't I don't think we were especially... I, I remember seeing it, but I don't especially remember. There was some sort of bet or something with... Al- I don't know what the context was. But he had a, a mustache lot of Alex from... coming in and making Pat oh, yeah. do weird shit, it seems like. <laughs> Truly. And yet, uh, you, you seem to like this Alex guy. Confusing. <laughs> It's honestly, again, 
it's impressive that, yeah, anyway, we're not going to get into it. Alex is a charming guy, and he gets away with a lot, clearly. Apparently. So, somehow, related to Alex, Pat has a mustache. It's only for, like, one day, for some reason. It's gross. No one like. I don't like some it. Some people seem to like My it. I think like, there's pictures he, of it but online. He was walking through the halls of law school, and he's getting high-fived by the other dude bros of law school. Like, maybe you can explain this to me. What is going on with men appreciating other men having mustaches? Uh, I don't know. Um, I will acknowledge I grew a mustache this year. It was. I see that you don't have one now. It was when I got COVID. Sure. I when I got COVID, uh, Gina very plainly, eventually, very plainly had COVID, but was not testing positive initially. Mm. And in fact, never tested positive. Weirdly. Oh, well. Uh, but very plainly had COVID. Lost, lost her taste and oh, smell. Okay, yeah. Um, but while that was going on, we were effectively, we were distancing within the house. And when I was outside of my room, I had a mask on at all times. And that went on for several days. And then it, I quickly realized, here's a great chance to grow a surprise mustache. And then when I take my mask off, <laughs> it's oh all God. over. Gina will be oh very God. surprised. And so it was not, I mean, it wasn't of the length that Pat's is yet, but it was a substantial mustache. You got pictures? Uh, no, like I wouldn't even show them to myself. Like <laughs> I I did it, Gina saw it, was like, what the, ab fucking no way. And I was like, yeah, I, I know it's really bad. Like, But I just think I'm especially ill-suited to have a mustache. Pat looks what, way better you, than I did. Were you... That's not saying a lot. Um, were you were you glad you did it? Was it worth the like prank moment? It, yeah, it was fun, and I had never actually grown a mustache before. Yeah. So it was fun to have done it. Like when I was younger, I couldn't. And in fact, even now, I can't grow a full beard. It just doesn't come in on the cheeks well enough to do. I can grow like some shitty sideburns, and I can grow a mustache. I am trash. Uh, but that's that's what I can do. But I'd never really let the, because I would always see as it was going on. But here with the mask, I knew yeah. I wasn't going out anywhere. I could give it a shot. Is, is that what it is? Is it like the novelty of like I can do this? Like I haven't and I can. I don't know. A lot of people have it for a long time. I, I, I mean, mean, it, it well. Like, I feel like for a long time, no, except for like your uncle. But then now it's suddenly a thing. So you're going to talk brother... about my Uncle Gary on the podcast. Has a mustache. <laughs> my, my brother has a mustache right now. I don't love it. And I showed my pottery instructor because it was whatever. There's how to explain this quickly. For reasons that we don't need to get into, she was like, show me your brother's Instagram. And I did. And she was like, oh, yeah, really trendy facial hair. And I was like, what? <laughs> She's 26. He's 28. So apparently something's happening with the youths. And the mustaches. Are you concerned that a young hot woman is going to steal Pat away because of his mustache? Absolutely not. Okay. Let me, what's the date? Ten eighteen. <laughs> we'll see. Well, let's meet back here in a year. And if Pat has left you for a younger woman, you owe me $10 million. Okay. Wow. That never works. <laughs> um, when you look at him, does he just look the same to you? Like... Yeah, I feel like I don't know why. Why would other people care, right? But he does no, no. It looks like he has a mustache. Mm -hmm. I don't. I. I mean, I think the beard looks good. 
I think especially, Pat, if you're listening, the mustache is not the game. It's the long sideburns. That's what you want to bring back. That's an interesting if I had to pick the sideburns or the mustache, what would I pick? That's horrifying. Okay, uh, let me give you one other offer. Okay. One long sideburn. So if you look at him <laughs> from the correct side, you, it's, he looks totally normal. I don't think that's better. Uh, Pat's random COVID quarantine look that I liked a lot, but he did not keep for understandable reasons, was a man bun. He briefly had a man bun. Cheetah has a friend with a man bun, and it makes me think, I wish I didn't have such curly hair and could have a man bun. You have, your hair's curly? We're going to have an ex- exciting moment on the podcast. I'm ready. My hair is really curly and crazy and huge right now. I have not gotten a haircut in a really long time. See, this thing about being a guy, like, your hair's often so short that, like... Yeah, you don't... It does, you know, you don't necessarily nothing. know what the yeah. texture is. Yeah, exactly. Um... You know anybody cuts hair good for boys? <laughs> for boys. Uh, Pat likes his barber, but I think he's always trying to give him, like, trendy haircuts. And I Pat and I talked just... about his barber and his, yeah. one, trendy haircuts, two, weird anime art on the wall, <laughs> three, people talking about tuning their cars when he's in there. And I'm like, okay. I actually yes. I did ask him, and I was like, I'm not even going to this place. Forget that. I keep asking him why he won't break up with him, and he's like, I don't know. I just like feel like responsible at this point. Pat is right. If he's liking his haircut, he should keep going. I have been to three places in Chicago, all three, two thumbs down. Whoa. And so now I am just have this. I'm like, maybe I'm just growing my hair out because I can't find a place to go. Yeah. I loved the person I had in Minneapolis. That sucks. I. How, how much could it really cost? to buy a plane ticket to many i only fly first class so consider that but shit well there's that and men get their haircut kind of a lot yeah i i guess honestly i should fly him down that's probably cheaper yeah mm-hmm. i need to make a note of that okay <laughs> it's time for uh, oh wait the uh, good uh, news is there's only like seven million places to get your haircut in chicago so you can just systematically work your way through okay i'm gonna tell you some realness right here all right now I'll, other people who aren't me when they start something this way, you doubt what they're saying. But when I say it, it's good. Mm. I'm not racist. <laughs> but it's good. just a fact. I cannot go to a lot of these places to cut hair. <laughs> <laughs> you go on. I have been down this road before. The first time it ever happened was when I went to <laughs> Cedar Rapids. I went to the wrong barber shop. And I Were you was like, trying to prove a point that you weren't racist? No, I just got on Google, found the closest haircut place to my house that had good reviews, went in, and I was like, this isn't going to be good for anybody. <laughs> I got to be more careful about where I go. And it didn't go well. It didn't go. They didn't know how to cut my hair. They mm-hmm. don't cut hair like mine. It was a bad fit. So you just got to go down to like River North, West Loop. I, I went over to... This is a really good story. Some neighborhood I can't remember the name of. But I went, it was not where I live. Yeah. Very bad. Okay. Hmm. Jen, it's time for our next segment. Now, I, I've i been told by you that you are a dedicated listener to Sawstock. So it will be no surprise when I tell you the next segment is, Jen, how many people do you love? I am a dedicated listener. 
And earlier today, I thought about this. And I you like, feared this question. With... No, I was like, I got to come up with a number. And then I fucking forgot. Okay. You know the ground rules. Don't say any names. You say a name, you lose. Yes. Yes. So what I came up with, and I, I half thought this out and I didn't finish. What I came up with is that depending on how you define it. Well, I mean, how you like, define it. You know, have to make the definition. Like, it's either like six or, and then I didn't come up with the second number because I didn't count. Let's talk through that second number. Yeah. Well, it's just going to be silence while I count. It's probably like 20 something. So either way, either either it's six or there's tears to my love, which I don't know what that says. What would tears to your love mean? <laughs> just like I love some people more than others. I don't know. I mean, is that acceptable? Is uh, I mean, I guess there's either, it's either six or your love doesn't have tears it just has a cliff and nobody can even i mean that might be worse maybe it's better to just be like oh well i can love lots of people yeah i get i mean i could count for you the second number i'm happy i'm happy with 20 ish if you're happy with 20 ish that's six or 20 ish as an answer i think it's fine yeah okay thank you for answering the question how many people do you love would you like to answer another question wait don't answer that it would be answering your question itself instead just answer the question what sauce are you bringing to the table this week? So I'm back on my bullshit. Last time I did, I feel like a more fun answer, but this time I had, I have to do this one and I apologize if someone's already did it. I checked the names of the episodes and I don't think they have, but I'm bringing a tremula or chimichurri because they're very close, which I realize is very similar to Zog sauce, which is what I did last time. And I'm sorry, but it just, I've been eating it like every day for like two months. So, it so to according be. to you, you ask Pat for input on the meals, but also you've been eating chamula every day for two months. So for does lunch. Pat say, "Oh, oh, this is a different meal"? Yeah. Okay. I mean, sometimes for dinner, but it's because of the roast. It's because of the. I don't remember if this is while we were recording or not, but the bowls. Yes, it was while we were recording. You were talking about bowls. Yeah. So this is kind of like how I've been doing bowls. Is like I make a big batch of. Charmula, and then whatever veggies, whatever grains, whatever legumes I've got lying around, put that on top, and it all comes together, and I'm very happy. Pat prefers chimichurri. They're very similar. One is like parsley based, and the other cilantro based. How do you spell chimula? Mm, it's like a pop quiz. Um, C H E R M O U L A. It is, I believe, Moroccan. Uh, the first time I had it was when I was in undergrad and the guy I was dating wanted to be a chef. He did actually go to culinary school and become a chef. And he used to make me salmon with charmula sauce. And it was like the best thing I'd ever had ever. Sounds amazing. Yeah. I loved it so much. Um, and I didn't think about it much after that. And then some recipe I saw had it with vegetables. And then I was like, and you're like, I miss that guy so much. (laughs) And every time I taste it, I would think of one thing. No, no. I was like, wait a second. I could put this on something that's not fucking salmon and I'm going to. Yeah. Gina, you're allowed to walk through. I thought you were done. You can come out. (laughs) Do you wish to emerge? Do you want to say hello to the podcast friends? Gina appears to be declining to say hello I'm to the podcast. Say, not, if if you Gina. don't put a root beer in her hand, she will not come on this show. 
Jimmy has gone the other direction. We're not going to have a special. I apologize to the listener. I, I've been sending out a lot of surveys. Perhaps you've been lucky enough to get one of those recently, trying to like gauge interest. I am decidedly the second most popular host or co-host of Sauce Talk. Mm. Hurts. Anyway, you're eating this Tremula every mm-hmm. day for months. Mm-hmm. When are you going to get sick of it? Well, it's because I'm lazy. It's because of dealing with the CSA vegetables, and it's just like a system that works for me. I'm a very repetitive eater. I'm not like, who was it on this podcast that said they were eating that, like, goo that is meal replacement goo or something? Do you remember what I'm talking about? Soylent? Yeah, Soylent. Like, I couldn't do that, but I could eat the same food every day if it's a food that's acceptable to me. Like, I eat oatmeal for breakfast every morning and have for, I don't know, decades decades if i eat breakfast yeah what percentage of your body would you estimate as oatmeal at this point impossible to say so yes i've been eating it for lunch because it's a way to dispose of my csa veggies in a way that i find tasty probably when the csa ends at the end of fall i will slow down on my tremula intake what's the next sauce what are you going to switch to I see it. The thing is, what I need to do is what you're doing. I need to like make bowls more often and think about that when I go to the grocery store. I'll have to like get my head around it. Tremula sounds like. What do you put on your bowls? What's your sauce? I, I rotate through all the sauces that have been done on the podcast. All of them. Yeah. Mayo. Uh, hot sauce mixed with mayo. Stone mustard. With the really big grains. Do you do salsa? Like I, I, I feel about like I a want million to do different bowls. hot sauces that I've never heard of. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I want to do bowls, but I think the sauce is where I get stuck. So I, I could see putting this in a rotation, but I need to find others. Uh, number one best sauce for bowl, Thai chili sauce. Okay. Doesn't matter what you got in it. You put some. Any flavor goes with that. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Do you do like soy sauce too? Then. Yeah. Because it's not, like, wet enough to just with the Thai chili. No. And I, I'm yeah. putting sour cream in a lot of these, too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You give me those eyebrows like you're trying to tell me something. What are you trying to tell me? No, I'm into that. Like, oh, must be nice eating sour cream. You don't eat no. sour cream? What you got to get? Really. I, I see you having No, some, here's the thing. You have, you have, you're throwing shade at sour cream when I see this. I love sour cream. But... I don't really buy sour cream. I like I don't just like keep it on hand. Like if it's if it's here for something, then I will eat it. Let me tell you. I ran out of sour cream. It's time to go to the store. I got really a what that tells me No, really what that tells me is you have more self control than I am. I really can't like if I like dairy products. What are you doing mouth, with your I'm sour just, cream all the time? I'll put it on everything. I'll just eat it till it's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. And then I do it again. And then I do it again. Maybe this should be sour cream Maybe, talk. <laughs> you really you figured it out. I got. I have no qualms eating a lot of sour cream. And I was also that. thinking about sour cream with Thai chili. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, you you make a bowl. You put sour cream and cheese in it. You put hot sauce. I mean, honestly, most of the sauces you like that are not the most basic. Like, don't like this is this is coming from me, so I really mean this. Don't put ranch on your bowl. Don't put barbecue <laughs> sauce on your bowl. Don't put ketchup and mustard on your bowl. But as long as you expand out beyond yeah. that, you're probably going to be fine. Yeah. I sometimes have, like, leftover sauces from a recipe, and then I'll make a bowl out of it. And I'm always happy, so I don't know why I don't just, like, make that sauce again and yeah. try it. There's a mohole bowl recipe that we like, which is a bowl, but it's a recipe bowl. 
and it makes this like red roasted red pepper chipotle sauce and it's really good i should just make that and it's easy you just throw it all in a blender except that they want you to roast two cloves of garlic which although i'm sure it does add is like a very annoying step to add in. Yeah, you're not, not roasting acceptable. anything else for the recipe I'm, I would literally never do that. Although it does sound yeah. fun to get like the tiny little pan that, like the little omelet pan, and yeah. just put like a drop of oil in it and then some uh, two cloves. That no, but roasting, not sautéing. So you have to oh, you're on ta- for oh, forty-five God. minutes for like two cloves of garlic. Yeah, I didn't think that through. You're right. Who's gonna do that? Nobody. You got to be like, it's the day you're roasting all your vegetables or something right. else and you got yeah, it. Yeah, And that's what I do. I just stick it on the pan. And even that, that's pretty fun because I can envision you take like, you make your whole pan cookie sheet full of all the veg- the beautiful vegetables and then in the corner you set down like two toothpicks to separate this one <laughs> little section. No, I wrap them in foil and they're just off on their own. Yeah. It's probably even cuter. Uh, Jen, it's time for our next segment. We're going to talk specifically about something... I've, I've pondered, I've thought about myself, but I have never gone down this road. And then when you and I were scheduling this podcast, an intensive process, uh, I, I, I noticed that you've gone down this road yourself. I see that you are a, a bit of a Apple power user, and you have your notifications silenced a lot of the time. Oh, shit. I thought I turned it off so people couldn't see that. You can see that. I see that shit real good. I fucked up my settings. So I didn't even know it was possible to like not have people know they could. Yeah, see. it's a yes. You can set. You, well, I thought it was, but I guess maybe I it's not. It. Good point. I think it is. I have a long, sad story about my. No, it's not sad. It's boring. I have a long, boring story. I think I probably forgot to turn it on after I reset my network settings. Let's let's hear about your history with using notifications turned off. What's that about? You're going to regret this. Um, I have an Apple Watch, and so I get buzzed every time that I get a notification, which is great and bad, because if I get a text, then I'm like, oh, I need to respond to this right Too away. Too popular. I know about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, not... <laughs> no. But anyway, I don't ever want to have to turn my phone on. I don't ever want to have to know where my phone is. It's very key to me <laughs> that I have my Apple Watch. But I, want, I, I, in an ideal world, would not get every text when they are sent. So there is a setting where you can go into to silent mode and then only let certain people through. And I tried to do this, and it didn't work. And I was like, oh, must be something fucked up with the settings. Tried to Google around, didn't really find an answer. thought it was just whatever. I wasn't getting it. Um, and then my friend got an Apple watch and she got it to work. And then I tested it on Pat's phone and it worked for him. And so I realized it was my phone, but it wasn't just this phone. It was my last phone too. And I couldn't get it to work. I even talked to Apple care and they couldn't get it to work. And finally I was like, fuck this. I'm just going to wipe my settings, which is annoying, but then it worked. So terrible story, but now I can have, I can have silent mode on a lot and only get texts from the people that I actually want to get texts from at the moment what percentage of the time do you have this on so i've been trying to dip my toe in cautiously because what i'm afraid of is leaving it on and not remembering that i had it on when i'm supposed to be like sure up with someone for something and then not like paying attention to the fact that like oh shit i didn't have that person through so you would have to really be on top of that list 
to yes. be using it all the time because there's yeah. frequently going to be I'm either so and so is going to tell me to come get my kid or so and so is going to say something from work who I don't always talk to or something's going to happen and you're not going to get a notification you want. Yeah. So right now I have it set so that all phone calls come through all the time. Okay. Which should solve the school problem, but I also have it specifically set so that texts from their care providers come through. Um, it is on, I think it's scheduled to be on in the mornings and the evenings and then all weekend. Okay. So it, it's scheduled. You don't actively have to turn it on and off. You just say. Yeah. Okay. And does this seem to be working for you? Yeah. I think in my ideal world, I would be on all the time. I just haven't done it yet. Yeah. You think I should But I this? also, in my ideal world, I also need to set it so that people can't see that it's on. Because I feel like that's like a weird thing when you see that somebody else has it on. You're like, but do I text them then? I mean, I was it? impressed. Maybe people oh. will be impressed. Hmm. I was like, I'm beg- I mean, I'm over here begging for notifications. I'm like, oh, I mean, YouTube, you got any ideas? I'm all out of ideas. What should I watch? Right. Like the thing is like during the workday, like I've got my phone on and near me and I'm checking it way too much anyway. So it doesn't really matter if it's on silent notifications or not. I'm going to see it. So it's, what it's particularly valuable for is like, yeah, mornings, evenings and weekends when I'm with my kids where like I genuinely will be distracted enough that I'm not going to be checking my phone and but for getting a text that I'm like, oh, shoot, I do want to respond to this. But I don't actually need to respond to that. I can wait. So, do you have an Apple Watch? I don't have an Apple Watch. Uh, I yeah, have. So, Go ahead. No. No, I've got nothing else. It's all you. So you leave your ringer on? No, my phone's always on silent. Yeah, so I was going to say, like, I feel like you, it, if you're not really getting alerted of it anyway then, right? I mean, my phone buzzes, and I, especially during work hours. I generally have it near me. And then during the rest of the day, I'm looking at it for fun. And then when I'm asleep, I wake up and look at it so I can have more fun. So, yeah, I get the notifications pretty quick. Yeah, but in theory, like, so, so again, my whole thing is that, like, if I'm for whatever reason not holding my phone, which is great to have that happen, I would not encourage yourself to go ahead and exactly, yeah. Which, like, if I have a thing strapped to my wrist, it's going to happen. Whereas for you, I can theory in theory leave my phone in another room and walk away from it. Right. If you don't what have happens your if phone, your Apple yeah. Watch falls off? You ever not wear it? <laughs> um, no, I wear it. Yeah, I trying to try and close their circles out. No, I don't care about the circles. What do you care so much about your watch for? Um. Well, this is embarrassing. Oh, uh, you don't have to say it if it's bad. I think I'm, I. No, I, I, I don't know it, what a watch I, can do. Is it going to be something bad? I use it to locate my phone. That happens a lot, like five-ish times a day. And you're, I, you're right. That's embarrassing, but not what I thought it was going to be. How about you don't you lose your phone so much? Be. I just don't know where I just set it down. And then like, truly the number of times where I'm like, I never was going to find that. That was, it was five never. times a day, five times a day. I probably turn on the thing that makes the noise. Do you have a brain probably, disease? <laughs> maybe. Uh, I think part of it is like, there's probably something going on where because I'm used to this, now I just am lazy about where I put my phone. Your I brain just, is like, like, don't bother remembering, right? Like, like every time, like you, you send a text and then you drop kick your phone while blindfolded and then you just wander out of the room and you're like, I'll figure this out yeah. later because it doesn't matter. Yeah. Also, I do feel a little bit like once I had kids, my brain melted and it's not recovered. That's too bad. And I'm liable to put my phone anywhere. Do you think if um, you eat one of your kids, it'll fix your brain? Probably. But then where would we be? I know where some of us would be. <laughs> Jail. One person would be in a real bad spot, and that person would be yeah, you. Right. Yeah, so... I, I guess the, children, the child who got eight would be a pretty bad spot as well. Don't do we it, just, Jen. 
Are we just turning this into an ad for Apple? I likely that I can go on a run without my phone. I can just use my watch for my playlist and my running. I don't have to hold it. It can just phone. tell your headphones what to play. Yeah. I like that I can leave my house without my phone and kind of know that like if somebody really needed to contact me or if I absolutely had to text somebody, I could, but I don't have to have my phone with me. I can you can text someone from just your your watch? It's annoying to type it. It's very easy to dictate it. So you have to be willing to talk into your phone or type it out. But again, like if you really needed to, you can. And -hmm. I can see like time sensitive stuff come through if I needed to. Uh, One thing I liked when I, I, so I texted you during a time when you had this going and it gave me the option to notify Notify you anyway. anyway. Anybody ever do that? I don't think so but now i kind of want to know if it would work can you, I, is it on now can you text me yeah let's let's do it okay okay i'll turn it on i don't think it is on no it says oh, no, you it have is. notification it silenced yeah it is it's right it's bedtime mode now Wait, i just sent you a text and you said notify me anyway okay so to be clear it is I, I just, it, you didn't get anything, right? I have nothing. Okay, I'm now pushing notify anyway. Oh, boy, it made a big animation on my screen. Yeah, it buzzed me. <laughs> you up? That is what I, yeah. te- that's, 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 that's the text I send the most frequently, so I thought <laughs> I would just use that one again. <laughs> yeah, no, that buzzed. So there you go. Okay, so, People and then, do, do you think it would be okay? Do, so, do I have permission to notify anyway if I have like important podcast news. Yeah. Okay. Good. That was the whole point of the segment. I just wanted to make sure that like, I don't like if there's a, like I what see. if one of the shows going to come out a couple hours later just than like I really thought. Need to know. And it's it's yeah. like three in the mornings. So you try to have your stuff off, but you want to know, and maybe your watch won't buzz the way you want. I don't wear it when I sleep, and I can't even remember the last time my phone was on to make any sort of noise, so I would not get that message. What's your alarm situation? How do you wake up? Uh, I have children. Just never have to worry about it? They are. So that that was like an out-of-touch question by me. No, no. I mean, I think some people would have You can say it is. It's okay. It's not. Not. I mean, they just wake up early. They come. They they have a light in their room that turns to green when they're allowed to come and get us. And do they do, do they listen to that light? Yeah, that's good. That's a good job by you. I mean, sometimes one of them tries to come up with some like creative reason why they had to come in before the light. I think um, I thought are... the light might be broken. <laughs> yeah. Truly, they, that has happened more than once. I'm pretty like, confident. Mom, I looked at that light forever. for 17 straight hours, yeah. so I'm pretty sure it's the light's broken. forever. Usually it's like Lily comes in because Kit woke her up, and Pat's like, that's not a good reason to go back to bed. But no, mostly they, mostly they listen to it. They're old enough now to listen to it. I okay. think some kids, younger kids, not so much. Um, yeah. So you don't ever use it? I never have. not disturb. No. I mean, one, I like being disturbed. Because then it gives me, then I know to look at my phone. And if I'm not currently looking at my phone, I need to be reminded. And two, there is no tell. I just, I'm fine with the notifications. But it did did make me think, like, honestly, there are times when it would be nice. But I wonder, do you have any idea what people's impression is? So it sounds like you thought this, this thing that says notifications turned off wasn't going through to people. Do you know what it's like for it? Do you know what people think when they see that? Do they well, get yeah, mad I've at seen you? It for, oh, well, I don't know, I guess. I've seen it for other people. 
now and again, I guess. Uh, so yes, I actually did just check and it is under do not disturb settings, focus settings rather, focus status is on. So like, I'm going to turn it off now. You're not going to know. There you go. I do still have Jen has notifications silenced, but I mean, it would be a lot to ask that it would like weirdly automatically update and tell me this. Uh, yeah, I wonder how fast it goes through. Um, yeah, no, I thought about that because I feel like it's weird, especially if I'm leaving it on all the time. Like it's, I feel like it's not weird for me to have it on during nighttime. Like that seems fine. But if it's just like the middle of the day, it seems weird that somebody would have to have like pause and be like, oh shit, should I text them? This does feel... My like... thing... Oh, go ahead. My thing with texting people when they have do not disturb on is like, they're not going to see it. So I don't feel bad. See, that that's... I have other friends who have this as well. And when I see that, like, especially I... Some people think this is good. Some people think this is bad. But I love hitting the... I have a short story to tell. Seven text messages in a row. Yeah. And so when I get that notification silenced, that sounds like permission. That sounds like I'm not concerned yeah. that you're going to be like, well, I was going to ignore it and then uh, go to bed. But then I, my phone buzzed six more times, so maybe my house is on fire. Yeah. Like, no, you're not getting this shit. Here comes the whole fucking thing. No, I, I think actually I'm with you. I think when I see it, I feel less bad about texting. Them yeah. Because I'm like, I'm not interrupting shit. But if they don't reply... I still feel really bad about that person that they hate me. Oh, shoot. That's a bummer. I thought that the modern texting conventions were just like people get back to you whenever. No, you have to get back to me right away or I know what's up and you don't like no. me anymore. Now everyone knows. Yeah, everyone knows they hate me. Okay, it's time for our last segment. Um, you carving any pumpkins this year? Not yet. We will, though. What are your plans? What's your, uh, what's your big idea? What are you going to carve into that pumpkin? I do not have big ideas. I have not recovered from pandemic one day at a time living and I don't know if I ever will. So some Saturday you don't Sunday make miss, plans for the future anymore. Barely. And if I do, it's physically painful to me. Uh, some Saturday or Sunday before Halloween, my sister and I will be like, Oh shit, it's time. And we will acquire the pumpkins and we will carve them. Uh, my sister came to visit last weekend. And as part of our extremely fun hangs, we, uh, by we, I mean me, Chelsea, and Gina carved pumpkins. Uh, my sister carved a scary... F I'm looking at them right now, but I'm not going to hold them. Uh, I really want you're not going to see much. Here you go. Here's Chelsea's. I have to move this so I can see the camera of me. All right. Chelsea's is pretty standard. Yeah. Gina... With a different strategy. <sighs> I don't know how well you can read this. I can't read it. So that's bitch. A, yeah, it says bitch. And then now, Gina and I did not agree that we were both going to carve words, but we did both carve words. This will probably be the most difficult to read of any of them because it has the dimmest light. I don't care to fix it. I have a pumpkin on which I carved the word mummy. Mummy. Because mummies are Halloween stuff. Yeah. So do you want to steal any of those ideas? 
Yeah, definitely your sister. No. Um, yeah, so when I was a kid, we grew up doing the kind where you like are overly intense about it and you poke the little holes in the patterns. And- I'll have you know I poked the little holes to write mummy. Well, you, sure, it's words. You've got to, but you know yeah. what I mean, to like make an elaborate. Sure. Like, yeah, that was how my parents did pumpkins. So I, it took some doing to get my head around like it doesn't have to be that way. And last year, which is the first year that I feel like we, my daughter's old enough to like, I don't know, whatever. We basically were like, why don't you just draw what you want to carve and then I'll cut it out for you. And she just like drew a cute little pumpkin face. Not unlike your sister's, probably a simpler mouth. And we cut it out and I'm like, I was obsessed with that pumpkin. I loved it so much better than any stupid, elaborate, printed pattern that we'd ever made as kids. And so I think that this year I might not even break out the patterns. I think I'll just be like, let's just carve spooky little pumpkin faces. What do you use to carve the pumpkin? Well, pumpkin carving kit. You just buy the pumpkin carving kit? Yeah, I have now. You ever, you ever just sure. use a big knife? No, I have not. Do you think that that's okay? To just use a big knife? Yeah. yeah it's probably better. I, I mean, it's probably harder. Yeah, this came up when we were hanging out because we had trouble finding the pumpkin carving kit because I live very, I live very near a very small target. And the website said they had a pumpkin carving kit, but we got over there and they sure didn't. Truly, like, there's very few things I feel as worthless as a very small target. It's, what are you? It's still nice to have, but boy, is nothing reliable. And boy, do you feel yeah. like... And it, 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 it's like a... Let's say it's a 12-minute walk, which means it's just far enough that... It's, like, if it were just like downstairs around the corner, you'd be like, oh, just run over there and look. Who cares? But it's like, God, I can't believe I fucking walked over here and there's nothing around it. It's not like I got a backup plan right across the street. Like, if they don't have it, nope. I'm just walking back home and getting in my car. And you can usually check online what they've got, though. Well, except it's not accurate. I got on the line. Oh, online, no. and they were like, "Oh yeah, we got these uh, pumpkin carving kits." Totally got over there, not that. even you one. And so then, uh, but we eventually we did eventually find a pumpkin carving kit. But I expressed the idea that perhaps I just use a big knife, and then people suggested I would cut my thumb off. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm not good at art. This good. And I'm not good at knife. I don't think you would have cut your thumb off, though. I think your pumpkin just would have looked fucked up. Pumpkin kind of looks fucked up anyway. So there you go. Should have used a big knife. Should have just done it. But everybody else has nice pumpkins, and we all shared two pumpkin carving kits, so maybe it was the way to go. Maybe. You Did know, you have I any... read about carving pumpkins on the internet yesterday. Yeah. You should cut the hole in the bottom. Because the stem helps prevent them from rotting. Wow. And I will tell you that this does check out with a children's book about pumpkins that I read to my daughter last week that was not about carving them, but did specifically say that the reason that they leave the stem, a, a decent chunk of stem on when they cut it off the vine is because the the stem helps. Because you them want from that rotting. there. Yeah. And so now I'm, I'm like very pumped to try this this year. The only issue is then does that mean that you just like, I guess you set the light on the little base and then set the whole pumpkin over. It's that, not that as pretty cute annoying. to think about. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's just like, it's not, it doesn't gel with my concept of pumpkins, but if it will like keep them alive for a little longer, I don't even know why I'm saying that because we are home 
our back porch is the home of like the world's most aggressive squirrels that have ever lived. So like there, it doesn't matter how long the pumpkin could live with a stem on it. The squirrels are going to get it before that. Yeah. When I, that same tweet series said that you should also keep them inside. And I was like, oh, that checks out. Well, when I lived in Minneapolis, we also had very aggressive squirrels in my neighborhood. And so setting them out meant instant death. But here we carved them Saturday. And I knew that was too early, but that was when Chelsea was here. And that's when we wanted to do it. And that's what we did. And that was great. But that was Saturday. It is Tuesday. They are in rough shape now. Right. That's the thing. It's like a very short window. That you, have they been inside or outside? Inside the entire time. Yeah. So that, I mean, yeah, that's it's the just, thing. They, they said take them inside, but I'm like, it's like okay, they're yeah. not going to make it to the end of the week. But they're going to rot in here. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, they do yeah. smell terrible if that helps them. <laughs> See, it doesn't is the thing. Just got to take the pictures. Yes. So yeah, I'm going yeah, exactly. to try the, the I'm going to try the bottom thing. I think it's a it. good idea. It's time for a final segment. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? I, again, my plan was to think of something and I did it. So, unfortunately, I'm here to just plug a book that I read that I liked. Well, it sounds like you may have intended to hold it, to not use it already. I think this plug about carving the pumpkin from the bottom, potentially extremely it, so useful. Know. But you can still plug it. You can tell people I heard this cool thing. But anyway, Verily, you like to read books and you're smart about that stuff. What would you read? Before that, actually, here's a plug. My plug is following up on if it's Goodreads shit. again, I'm going to cut. I'm going to cut not, you right off. It's not. I mean, everybody be my friend on Goodreads. It's, that, yeah, uh, you can say no. that, but it's not a plug. Following up on stuff you hear about on this podcast, I was thinking about it today. We bought a popcorn maker because you talked about it on yeah. the podcast, and I love my it's fucking great. popcorn maker. It's the best. I use it constantly. It makes really good popcorn. I bought. We bought that yellow bird habanero hot Ooh, sauce because yeah. Paul plugged it and I saw it at our co-op and I was like, you're coming home with me, yellow bird. I use that multiple times a week. Sauce talk, uh, changing lives. I know. Um, I don't think you officially plugged it, but you talked about uh, normal gossip and I've listened to every episode now and all I want to do is talk to you about them. So follow up on what you hear on this podcast. Your little group of friends has good recommendations. So in a lot of ways, this was a plug for Sauce Talk. And it was a plug I, for Sauce My plug is for Sauce Talk. Cosign. It's a great show. My book is uh, Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. I'm going to verify that that's actually the title, which is embarrassing for me. Yeah, Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabrielle Zevin. I think that's and... by Shakespeare. <laughs> well, it is a reference to a Mac Macbeth, yeah? Yeah. Um, quote, and there's some you can't just take, take, take quotes and say, I wrote that. Like, we know who right. wrote that. Right. <laughs> You're fooling no one. Um, I'm, like, resisting the urge to, like, it's not, I'm not saying it's a perfect book. Don't judge me if you read it and you're like, well, this part was actually, like, but it was enjoyable. I read it very quickly. It's the first book in a little while that's given me a little bit of a book hangover where, like, I finish it and I'm kind of mad because I don't have, like, another good book lined up that I'm sure I'm going to like. So there you go. That's my plug. What's it about? Uh, it is about a boy and a girl. I don't, I don't like this kind of book. <laughs> that meet when they are kids and play video games. It's kind of a video game book, which is not necessarily Pat gave my... you this. I found this in the gutter. Aren't you? Pat, Pat doesn't read books. Um, about video games? Oh, he probably reads video game manuals. Pat does nothing but listen to hundreds of hours of video game podcasts. God, I was hoping you were going to say Sauce Talk. Every, 
Every time I turn in the car, our, we have one of those cars that just like auto connects. Every time I turn in the car, it's in the middle of some episode of some video game podcast. And every single time it feels like a joke. Every time. Just deep in the weeds about something video game related. Um, yeah, no, I actually, I didn't know it was about video games when I started reading it. I, somebody I like recommended it and I was like, sure, whatever, I'll read this. And um, it's not really about video games, a little bit doing a bad job with the synopsis anyway it's too it you know what it is it's one of those novels that like starts when kids are young and then covers like a really long period of time which i really like every time like the goldfinch dickens anything by john irving like like those real sweeping ones i'm a little bit of a sucker for that i think uh oh a little life that one was so good this one has like it's lighter than those those are all heavier but yeah it's about the relationship between these two kiddos and how it develops over time and in an interesting but probably not accurate like I'm sure it's not accurate to video game development but it's still an interesting setting like I don't know anything about video game development so I'm not spotting the inaccuracies what do you think the inaccuracies are I mean from what I understand about video games it's probably like they cut out just like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours of them just like being sleep deprived and programming and screaming at each other. <laughs> like it's not like they had a life. I don't know. Is that the inaccuracy? <laughs> well, they instantly were very successful. They made, they made it like a little indie game that blew up. I think she had to set it in the nineties or early 2000s for that reason, because, like, I don't know that that would happen now, that they would be able to just, like, while they're in college, program a game and have it blow up. I have not read this book, and I do not constantly listen to video game podcasts. So, in a way, I am, like, the inverse of you and Pat. Hmm. But... A video game podcast I do listen to did do an episode about this book. Did they? Yeah. What did they say? Did they hate it? Were they like, it's so inaccurate? They really liked it, at least on the uh, free episode in which they plugged the like Patreon or whatever episode that they actually talked about the book. So I haven't heard. I don't know. But uh, you might have noticed I was doing some quick Googling. Well, I didn't uh, know you were discussing there and I made it. I was like, is this the fucking thing from triple click that they just did a special episode on and really liked it? What's so funny is my brother is going through a little sad time. He broke up with this girlfriend. He quit his job. He's having some feels and I knew he would like this book. And so I sent it to him Uh because I was like, sometimes a good book helps. And he responded that a podcast that he listened to had just discussed it. So now I wonder if it's that. I think there's a good chance that was triple click. Yeah. I'm going to ask him. You ask him. Well, but ah, be so careful when you text him. He might be on Do Not Disturb, and that's a callback. Uh, Jen, I've had such a fantastic time talking with you this evening. You can say something. Yes, Johnny, I had a good time too. Oh, I'm so glad. Jen, it's been a wonderful time. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, it was lovely to be here. Best wishes in the intervening days. <laughs> we did it. Is that really the end of the show? Oh, no.